Good evening. Hi, everybody. So, um, during tonight's class, I want to um, go over some of the sort of most essential parts of um, our practice, two, two components in particular um, that are uh, key aspects of what we do when we sit or just when we practice in general, um, whether it's on the cushion or in our everyday life. And that's noticing or labeling the thoughts um, that pull us out of the present moment, that pull us up into the head, and sort of feeling or experiencing what's going on in the body. Um, I especially, I think, want to emphasize that second aspect, um, really experiencing um, what's going on in the body as part of the present moment experience. Because I think sometimes it's um, it's it's tempting to think of meditation practice as a kind of um, mental endeavor um, and uh, to not give enough attention, not give sufficient attention to the embodied aspect of, of practice. And it's something that um, I've um, realized, especially in um, recent weeks, just having conversations with people about their practice. And when I remind people uh, that, you know, along with noticing our thoughts, that we need to really um, become, you know, very attentive to what the body is experiencing. People are often like, oh yeah, right. I, I, I forgot that part. Okay, that's a, that's a good reminder. And so, um, so that's what, one of the reasons why I want to just, do a kind of, you know, refresher on what are these two real, you know, essential components, what we do when we engage in practice. Um, so we're going to sit in a little bit, but, um, you know, I was just thinking like, actually, I think um, sometimes when we focus just on meditation practice on a cushion or on a seat, it can start to seem like a, a kind of like a special endeavor. It's um, something um, um, esoteric, something especially mysterious, something different from um, the rest of life. And so actually, um, you know, I want to sort of get into a sitting by um, thinking about how practice the practice attitude could manifest itself in ordinary activities that are part of our daily life. Okay. Um, so, what 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 brings us to practice in the first place? I think for. Many of us, there are just there are different reasons, different particular things, particular events, particular kinds of suffering that have um, brought us to practice, that have made us want to introduce this 
into our lives. But I think that it's fair to say that um, one thing that's common to what brings a lot of people to meditation practice is this sense that something just go off about life. Um, there's something that feels not quite right about how life is going. And sometimes this can be really intense, really intense forms of not rightness, intense grief, intense loss, um, intense suffering of some kind or other. But it doesn't always have to be that intense. It could also just be this pervasive sense of unease, like something just isn't quite right. This feeling that we wake up with in the morning, um, this, this, this tightness in the belly, right? And I think it often manifests in this sense of feeling cut off from our lives in some way, from others, from our environments, from our activities, uh, a sense of separation or distance, um, as, if, as if there is some kind of filter or some kind of screen between us and the things that we do. Like, so we could be talking with a friend, even someone we know very well and, and care deeply about, and yet we can feel like intervening between us and our friend, a sense of deep, it's like getting in the way of a sense of genuine connectedness is maybe our self-consciousness, these kind of ongoing stream of thoughts that that um, that make us feel like there's like kind of a, a haze or screen between us and um, the person we're talking to. Um, or it could be a similar kind of filter or wall or some kind of blockage between us and the activities that we engage and even activities we may care very much about where um, we feel like, you know, we're never, we're not really fully engaged with our lives. There's, there's something that's getting in the way, you know, um, maybe we have, can't, for the life of us, figure out what it is, but it just doesn't feel like I'm, I'm really living my life. There's, there's, there's something that's um like blocking me, or so I don't feel like I can fully express myself in what I do. I don't feel uh, that what I do is 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 genuinely meaningful, even if like I'm doing what I think I want to be doing, but there's still something that feels like it's. It's getting in the way and we don't feel fully nourished by it. we don't feel fully engaged in you know fully embedded in our lives in some way right? so um of course one of the things one of the, the the main things that's getting in the way right is the way in which we are so often lost in our thoughts right where um we see our lives or experience our lives through this like, constant ongoing filter of our beliefs and judgments, right? And our opinions. And we s seem to have trouble having any kind of unmediated experience of our lives. It's just like, it's like there's like a distance to us and whatever we do. So one of the things that practice of all kinds emphasizes because of this is um, or 
learning how to re-engage with our daily activities mindfully, right? How can we go about our lives not getting so lost in our thoughts, not getting so lost in our opinions and judgments, but try to be more present to what it is we're doing, whatever it may be doing. So, um, I mean, to take one example, like, like let's say we're folding our laundry. As we're folding laundry, are we really feeling the, the fabric, the clothes right in our hands? Right? Are we um, attending to what we're doing as we fold our clothes? Or as we're doing this, are we actually, are our minds somewhere else? Are we thinking about what we're going to be doing tomorrow, what we, we did earlier today? Are we, are we chewing over uh, a disagreement that we had with, with someone that we work with? You know? And so what we do when we fold our laundry or wash the dishes or any other kind of ordinary you know, daily task, when we practice that with mindfulness, we bring our awareness back to the physical reality of that activity. We feel the sensations in our fingers. We feel the sensations throughout our whole body. And we notice when our mind is being pulled away. And we note when the mind has become distracted and we bring it back to the activity at hand. So that we're just folding laundry when we're folding laundry. We're just washing the dishes when we're washing dishes, right? Whatever we may be doing, we notice when we're pulled away by our thoughts and we bring ourselves back to the physical reality of what we're doing. When we go for a walk, when we're walking from place to place at work or after work, or can we feel our feet on the ground? Right? Can we hear the sounds around us? Are we present to the physical reality of the activity that we are engaged in? As I've practiced more and more, I've only appreciated more and more how important bringing mindfulness in the way that I've been describing it to our daily activities off the cushion really is. If you are not already engaging, if you are not already bringing a practice attitude like the one I'm describing to different kinds of daily activities in your life, and you want to deepen or intensify your practice, I think the strongest recommendation I can make is try to bring more mindfulness to these kind of ordinary activities. The opportunities are like so many, right, throughout a day. It doesn't have to be all the time. It doesn't have to be 24-7, though there's nothing wrong with like, in a way, kind of aspiring to that. But it could just be just maybe like, five, add five more activities during your daily life that you bring this kind of attitude where you say, okay, when I do this thing, when I cook dinner, I'm going to just cook dinner. When I fold the laundry, I'm just going to fold the laundry. When I do the dishes, I'm just going to do the dishes. I'm going to notice, I'm going to pay attention to what the mind is doing. And when it drifts off, I'm going to acknowledge that 
and I'm going to bring my awareness back to the physical reality of the activity that I'm engaged in. Instead of just worrying about what we're doing when we're on the cushion, I think actually focusing on these kinds of daily activities is one of the quickest, most powerful ways of deepening our practice overall. Okay, so that's one thing I'll just say here as I'm talking about all this stuff. But everything I've just said about how to fold the laundry or do the dishes is also just what we're doing when we're sitting. I mean, because I think sitting can seem like this kind of like esoteric special activity. But when we are sitting, all we're doing is that. What I just described when I said, how do you fold the laundry? How do you do the dishes? We're just sitting. And we're noticing when the mind pulls us away from the experience of sitting. And we bring it back to just sitting. In the Soto Zen tradition, the prime primary form of practice is called shikantaza, which actually is just translated as just sitting. And it can seem like a really mysterious activity, right? Like, how do you just sit, right? But that's all it is. It's just anchoring your awareness in the physical reality of the present moment and noticing what pulls you away and then coming back to the physical reality of the present moment. So, so many of these techniques that we talk about, like, you know, following the breath, listening to sounds, right? Feeling the belly, you know, doing body scans. All of these are just different ways of sort of getting us to that experience of what is it just to be here, just to be present in our life as it is, right? And of course, that is precisely the thing that was missing from so many of our lives that made us turn to practice in the first place. We felt like we weren't actually living our lives fully. Like we weren't really present to our lives as they are. And so this practice is about re-engaging us with that experience of our life as it is, okay? Um, and so, one of the key things is noticing what kinds of thoughts pull us away. Because the primary block to being present to our life is really thoughts that carry us away. And until we can see clearly what kinds of thoughts are pulling us away from the present moment, we're going to constantly be under their sway, especially ones that are deeply sort of embedded in us, that have a lot of emotional charge to us. We're going to constantly like start to, we're going to, they're going to, come through our minds, they're going to hook us and we're going to believe that and before we know we're going to be lost, right? In a, in a chain of thought that may last for a minute or even five or 10 minutes. Okay. So it makes sense that we have to pay very close attention to what these thoughts are. And so when a thought comes up and we realize that we've been pulled away by it, the practice technique that we use is thought labeling. We say, having a thought, and we repeat the thought that has pulled us away from the present moment. So it could be like, oh, what's going to happen at the meeting tomorrow? I'm really nervous. So having a thought, what's going to happen at the meeting tomorrow? I'm really nervous, right? Or having a thought, I can't do this. You know, I can't meditate. I can't focus. Having a thought, 
I can't focus, right? I can't meditate. Whatever the thought may be, preface it with having a thought and then just repeat the thought verbatim to yourself. It will give you a little bit of distance from that thought and allow you with practice over time to begin to see that thought just as a thought and not the truth of the situation. It will take time, right? But over time, it will slowly transform your relationship to those thoughts so they don't have as much power to pull you away from the present moment, whatever it may be, okay? But then, after you notice that a thought has pulled you away and you label it and you come back, the key is to come back to the experience of the body in the present moment. What is the body feeling? Um, and not just the breath in any one particular spot, but the body as a whole. What do you feel in the belly, right? What do you feel in the chest? What do you just, what kind of sensations do you feel in the body as a whole? If you've just had a thought that has a strong emotional charge for you, perhaps one that is um, prone to trigger an emotional reaction, the body may actually feel kind of uncomfortable. It may feel tension. It may feel there may feel there may be like a a real kind of um, knot in this in the stomach or the chest or the throat or wherever it is that you carry tension when you're feeling certain kinds of emotions. And it may feel really uncomfortable to feel the body experiencing those sensations. And there, I think we can see one of um, the reasons why we like to stay up in our heads thinking so much, because when we bring our awareness into the body, a lot of times what we discover is that there is something uncomfortable going on there. And we don't actually want to stay with that experience. That we'd much rather actually be lost in our thoughts. We'd much rather be distracted, thinking about something up in our head, rather than necessarily feeling what's going on in the body. So consciously turning towards the physical experience of the body starts to disrupt that pattern. The very pattern that makes us so likely to spend so much time up in our head. Um, with time and with further practice, we can start to feel our relationship to the sensation that we experience in the body also transform. Where things like maybe we were feeling some kind of sadness or maybe some kind of anxiety and we felt tension in the belly, right? And that tension was deeply uncomfortable. And it just makes us feel really bad. It makes us feel anxious, right? But when we start to just pay attention to how those sensations feel and hold that sensation of tightness, anxiety, within a bigger container of awareness, we start to feel less overwhelmed by that sensation of tension less driven by it, right? And we can just let it be there. So we can say, 
that, oh, this is the kind of tension I feel when I'm anxious. But I can just, it's okay. I can let it stay there. You know, I can experience it. I don't have to be so, I don't have to be carried away into an actual full-blown episode of anxiety, you know. So, um, and sometimes when we just let that sensation be there, that sensation may even sort of soften, relax, sometimes even just dissolve or disappear. But even if it doesn't disappear, just the experience of noticing that sensation, experiencing it without taking flight into our thoughts, without getting distracted, not, not running away from the sensation, is already a radical change, right? Because so often when we feel those difficult, unpleasant sensations in our body, in our belly, in our chest, wherever it may be for each of us, we're so tempted to just take flight from it and run into our minds. But by doing that, we just perpetuate the experience of feeling cut off from our life as it is, from our actual experience as it is. So in the practice, in the meditation that we're gonna do now, we're gonna practice noticing thoughts, but I think especially practice being with the sensations in the body, okay? And in particular, I think, being with the sensations in the belly, right? Um, because it's a place that's often um, where we experience very intense emotions and a place where um, um, we can, uh, Stephen Levine once described the belly as like a, a wonderful barometer. You can tell what's going on in your heart and in your mind, often by just noticing how the belly feels, um, it's like a it's 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 like a, a temperature gauge, or you know, it's a it just you can so tuning into the belly is a great way to tune into how your overall mental state, your overall emotional state, is doing. And as we bring our awareness to it during this practice, notice if you feel any resistance to bring your awareness to the belly or keeping your awareness in the belly. And just feel what that resistance is like. And try not to give in to it, but just notice the resistance itself. And see if you can ease your awareness into the belly and let it stay there. Okay. Okay. All right. So let's give this a try and then we'll chat about it a little bit at the end of it. Okay. Okay. So um, please get into a comfortable position. And just take a moment to let your awareness settle into the body, feeling sensations where your body is making contact with the seat beneath you, the sensations in your feet where they're making contact with the earth, the ground beneath you, the sensations your bottom, where your bottom is making contact with the seat beneath you.
And now please bring your awareness to the sensations of the breath in your nose. Feel the texture of the breath as you breathe in and out through the nose. And whenever a thought pulls you away and you realize that that's happened, just notice what kind of thought has pulled you away. Label it. And gently bring your awareness back to the breath. Now please bring your awareness to the center of the chest and feel the sensations of the rise and fall of the chest as you breathe in and out. Some of you may be experiencing some tension or tightness in the chest. That's not a problem. There's no particular way the breath is supposed to feel. If you feel some tension or tightness in the chest, just notice that as part of the experience of the breath. Not a problem at all.
And now let your awareness move down into the belly. Feel the sensations, the rise and fall of the belly as you breathe. And just any other kinds of sensations that you may feel in the belly region along with the breath. Do you feel any tension in the belly? If so, just notice what that tension feels like. Let your awareness just soften around the tension, not trying to get rid of it, not trying to do anything to it, just letting it be there as part of experience of the breath and the belly as a whole. If thoughts pulling you away from the belly, from the breath, it's not a problem. Just notice that it's happening. Notice what kind of thoughts are pulling you away and gently bring your awareness back to the breath.
Remember, we're not trying to make anything happen. We're not trying to get anywhere. We're not trying to accomplish anything. We're just sitting. Just feeling the body sitting here. Feeling the breath come and go. Noticing what the mind is doing. Just being present. to deepen your experience of presence, you might include in your awareness the sounds in the environment around you. As you feel the belly rise and fall, the chest rise and fall as you breathe. Also listen to all the sounds in the space around you. Can you feel the sensations in your belly right now? Just checking in, are you present in the physical experience? 
of this moment. If not, just bring yourself back to the body and to the belly. One wonderful thing about this practice is that there is no wrong way to feel. It doesn't matter how the body or the mind feel. Just notice how it's feeling. Notice what you're thinking. Just be aware. That's all we have to do. not trying to feel any particular way. Just be aware of how you feel, whatever that is like.
at this moment, can you hear all the sounds around you? Can you feel the sensations in your belly?
Okay. That's good for tonight. Feel free to stretch, move around, get a drink of water. <clears throat> hmm. She didn't want that one to end. So, anyone have any comments or questions? Even just sharing from your experience of this practice or practice in general, could be of benefit to others on this call. Natalie. Yeah, I um, I noticed a lot of things in different parts of my body, especially the further we went in, mm -hmm. but I never really felt anything in my belly. And I think you said something about, you know, maybe we, hold on tight and, or guard against feelings in our belly. So I'm wondering if it might, if that might be the case that there is stuff going on, but I'm just not able to access it right yet. You know, it might be the case, but I don't think there's any need to, to theorize or, you know, um, this is an empirical practice. Just see what happens, you know. Um, uh, there is nothing wrong with not feeling things in certain parts of the body. It's not unusual. It's actually quite common. Different people have different spots where they don't feel things. And that can change over time. It can change sitting to sitting or over the course of time. Um, and so I think you will be able to answer that question for yourself if you continue doing this practice. You know, um, See what happens as you keep your attention there. Don't force it. You don't need to feel anything. But but maybe at some point you might, you know? And then, yeah. But that's that's great that you were feeling a lot of things in other parts of the body that you you, you didn't feel at first. Or you weren't. And then that's, that's right. It's like as we just settle in more, we start to just sense more and more of what the, the, the texture of what's going on. And I think that's wonderful, yeah. The belly can be a tough spot. I mean, I personally um, have, when I first started sitting for the first few years, it was very tense, very tight, you know, hardly moved when I, uh, when I was breathing, you know, I was mostly breathing through my chest. Um, and I, and I think actually that my big problem was that I had this idea that I was a, that I wasn't supposed to be tense, and that what I was supposed to be doing when I sat was getting getting progressively more and more relaxed. Um, and um, and so 
in very subtle and not so subtle ways as I was sitting, I was doing these little things that try to, you know, relax my muscles, like, you know, relax my tension, et cetera. And that actually created a very tense situation internally where I was like at war with my own tension. And it took me a long time, longer than I'm happy to admit, to just to realize actually, as I said at some point, like it's not about feeling a particular way, it's just noticing how it feels. And and when I stopped fighting the tension, when I just started experiencing it, letting it be there, then I started to experience these moments of softening. Precisely when I stopped trying to get rid of the tension, the tension might just finally would relax for moments. I started to experience that a bit more and more. Um, but the belly was always has always been a place with a lot of intense sensation for me. I had an eating disorder when I was a teenager, so there's a lot of stuff there. So I'm very sympathetic to people who, um, you know, feel a little bit like skittish about going into the belly. It can be tough. There can be a lot going on there. So, yeah. Hi, Astrid. Nice to see you. Hey, Bernie. <laughs> Great to see you, and thank you. Um, I was just curious to hear your thoughts. Like, I feel like, you know, spending time in different body parts and kind of thinking how I feel like, you know, emotions come up and how do you, um, you know, think about sitting with that and like bringing that into the practice. So I just would love to hear about that. Yes. Um, emotions will come up, you know, and, um, and it's it's really this practice is about just bringing a gentle kind awareness to whatever's coming up but especially emotions you know um and so um some emotions can be really like particularly challenging to sit with because they can be very intense but and so um it may just be more difficult for us to not kind of want to run away or to turn our, you know, in a way, like turn our attention away from it or to get, to get lost in thought, to distract ourselves in some way. But the basic instruction remains the same is just notice how it feels in the body. Notice what kinds of thoughts are um, sort of, sort of associated with this, emo the, the feeling in the body and notice where in the body you're feeling those sensations, you know, where, where do you feel anxiety? Where do you feel the fear? Where do you feel the anger? Where do you feel the grief? Really like try to, with as much kind of detail as possible, just notice what are these sensations? You know, where are they? What are they made up of? How are they changing over time? Um, with both care and kindness and curiosity. Yeah. So, um, and that, you know, what's interesting is that as easy as it is to say that, it can be very difficult to do in practice. And that itself is kind of revealing where, you know, we, we may say, okay, just like notice what's going on. How's this feel? What's, what's, where's it feeling? And we may actually feel a deep kind of resistance to opening to the sensation to, to really like even kind of paying attention to it. We may almost feel like a visceral desire to turn away or even like a, a clenching up around it. Like, I don't want to feel this. I want to block this off, you know? And then I think the key is just notice how that feels. How does it feel to have some resistance to that emotion or to not really want to you know, like sink into it? Um, so whatever the experience is, whatever the predominant experience is, I think that's what is calling for our attention in that moment. You know, so 
Uh, does that does that answer your question, Astrid? Yeah, I like that a lot, and just kind of a good way to reframe and re like be present and kind of you know bring it back in as they come up and continue to dive into it. So I like that. And as I said, like there's no no way to do this wrong. It's all about just paying attention, right? And so, so what is what's what's the thing in our experience right now that's really the the the, the dominant experience? Well, just like see, can we open to that? And if we can't, that's also okay. Notice what it feels like to have some trouble opening to that. You know, um, like for me in the belly, like a lot of what I felt when I was talking about that tension in the early years of practice was actually a clenching up around the belly because there was so much emotion in my belly that I didn't want to get close to. So actually what I was really experiencing wasn't even that emotion in the belly, but like this clenching up around it, like this, this you know, almost this tension, like I, I don't want to feel it. And so for actually a long time, months and even years, the, my practice was just gently bringing awareness to that clenching, that tightness. Um, you can't like blow through that. It's not, there's no, like, aggression is not what's called for. It's softness. So there's always softness. Yeah. Well, actually, it's 829. So maybe this is a good time to stop. I mean, this is something, we'll return to this over and over again. This is the core practice. I think if I do, I do want to say one thing. It's like that stuff I said at the beginning of tonight about bringing mindfulness or daily activities, you know, the laundry, the dishes. I really meant that. I mean, um, I think in some ways it's, it's it, sitting is important, but sitting without that daily practice, it's not going to get us very far. We need both and they, they will complement each other, feed each other. Um, so if you haven't already started practicing, even just like pick one or two activities in a day and say, can I do this with a little bit of mindfulness? You don't have to go all out. It doesn't have to be hardcore, um, but just, just like little gentle steps. And I think you'll see that it can make a huge difference. Okay. All right. So can we sit for just half a minute together, like 30, 30, 45 seconds together so we can end in silence and then before we say goodnight? Okay. I'll tell you when this mini sitting is over. Okay, my friends, thank you for spending this evening with me. It's really good to sit with you. See you next time. Good night. Good night, Bernie. Thanks, Bernie. Nice to see you, Casey. <laughs>